We got another fun Raiders story that has nothing to do with the actual team. I have no Raiders sound, so you got Will. What, do you want media access or something? You got Will Myers, ladies and gentlemen. Will Myers in there, didn't you? Well, so (laughs) there's a story in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. There's been a a lawsuit with the city of St. Louis uh, and the Rams in the NFL where basically they're saying the NFL broke its own rules about relocation. But as part of that, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch obtained a copy of a NFL owner's uh, meeting agenda from 2014. And apparently on this agenda was an item that suggested the NFL was going to talk about moving the Raiders to St. Louis and that it would include a brand makeover. So that would be the Raiders and restructured ownership. Oh, Okay, so hold they... on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm blowing up the show. Elliot Friedman just tweeted, hearing Pete DeBoer out in Vegas. What? 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 We'll come back to this whole Raider stuff. Pete DeBoer is apparently being fired as the Golden Knights um, head coach. You know, for the believers out there, thanks for sticking with us. I know, you know, there was some doubters out there after the last game. But, but uh, you I are. knew our group would, would respond with a real good effort, and uh, we did that tonight. I guess it took him a long time to talk. Apparently, it's May 16th. When did they last play a game? Like 12, 14 days ago? 14 at least. Yeah. It's been a couple of weeks since the uh, the press conference. Right. We, did, Ed, do you, do you think we could get him for tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> did it really take that long to fire Pete DeBoer? Well, April 29th. You know, you April had, 29th was the uh, getaway that we talked to them? No, no, that was the last game of the season. Oh, okay. So well, it was two days later that we talked yeah. to them. So or three three days later that we talked to them. So it was the first second of May. What what is wow. right, what is today? May sixteenth. We're two weeks. Yeah, you're talking two weeks. Tomorrow, I think we talked to them on Tuesday. So tomorrow is going to be two weeks since we talked to them. So they had to go on a podcast before they decided whether yeah. or not. <laughs> and on the podcast, they said, "Hey, we think you can coexist with them." Okay, I don't agree with them. We either. haven't talked to them yet. <laughs> here's here's a genuine question for you. How do you spend two weeks, right? Whether it's end of season press conference, going on a podcast like George McPhee did. How do you spend two weeks blaming injuries for why I this totally team agree. I agree. did not make the playoffs yeah. and then fire the yeah. coach? It's what I wrote the next day, why I thought he should come back. If you're sitting there and that's your main crust of your argument of why you couldn't make it in the end, uh, how can you fire him? How how can you then I, turn around and fire him if you're always saying, hey, even Kelly McCrimmon, 500-man games lost, 500-man games lost. I don't get it. Now, okay, let me ask you this. It's been two weeks, so there have been a lot of conversations with these people. I bet they broke down the power play, the whole what is our identity. Maybe they asked him to fire assistants. I mean, there could be a lot involved in this of why now they've let him go. There were. I, I hope there was more conversations than just the man games lost. But if that is your overall theme, which is what I wrote and you just said, if that's your overall theme, which it was, right? That's how can you fire him? That was the number that's one thing they, they wanted people to believe. That's what they said every day of the season right. because they were hurt, injuries, injuries, injuries. Right, and and now you're going to turn around and fire this guy? And I and I don't think they're entirely wrong. Injuries impacted this season greatly. I agree. We've said it before. They probably still should have made the playoffs, but injuries were a big reason why they weren't as good as they thought. But I don't. I that that there's a lot there's a logical misstep there to blame because 
the one thing Pete DeBoer is the head coach does not control is who's available exactly. to play for him. Exactly. And he's not he doesn't control who's hurt. And then on top of that, like if you really want to dive into the whole man games lost, we talked about it with that Sinbin story. The front office went into this year with the intention to start with like $7 million on long-term IR. Right. And then they traded for a guy that was on long-term IR in Jack Eichel. Like part of the reason the Golden Knights had so many injuries, man games lost, is because the front office was trying to exploit long-term IR. So if there's anyone that's like to blame for the roster not being good enough due to injuries, it would be the front office before it would be Pete DeBoer. There's no oh, doubt absolutely. about that. Absolutely. So I, I can't say that I'm, yeah, the Golden Knights have made it. They just tweeted, made it official. The Vegas Golden Knights have relieved Pete DeBoer of his duties as head coach. What? That's unbelievable. I'm, I'm waiting for the press conference for their GM. Oh, wait a second. Will there be a press conference? I hope. There has to be, right? I um, would hope if you're firing your coach, there would be. I would hope the next thing we hear is what time the press conference is. <laughs> I can't believe they fired that guy. I can't. I can't believe they fired. Are him. they hiring Barry Trotz in well, the next twenty four hours? The last time they fired a coach, they named the head coach in the same press release. Yeah. The last time they, when they fired Gerard Gallant, Pete DeBoer was the coach within the same press release. This, this, Ooh. Uh, trying to look through it does they, not say anybody else has been hired. Crimmin will be available to members of the media at approximately one p.m. on Monday, May sixteenth, to discuss changes to the coaching staff. Timing of the availability is subject to change. Well, it's the Golden Knights. It always is. And they've got to, in all seriousness, Barry Trotz has got to be the next head coach, and it's got to be announced in 48 hours. So, right? I mean, if you're going out to get the best guy available. That, that to I me, mean, is that's, what, that's what makes the most sense right now, is that they... I still, don't think it's, I, don't, I still don't think it's right that they fired him. Well, that they looked and said, we think we have a better chance at winning the Stanley Cup with Barry Trotz, so we're going to fire Pete DeBorn. I'm like... That, to me, makes logical sense, that that would be the reasoning here. And behind the scenes, they've already been negotiating with Barry Trotz, and they they it's a done deal or as close to a done deal as it can be. That, to me, is what makes the most sense in this scenario because I, I don't think they fire Pete DeBoer unless they know they've got a, an option that they think is better ready to go. I don't think they, no, I don't I think don't, they fired. I would hope not. Because if they fired Pete DeBoer for what happened during the season, I think it would have happened right away. If they were firing DeBoer simply because this team missed the postseason or he mishandled Robin Leonard, whatever. If they were firing for something that happened during the season, why did it take two weeks? I don't think it takes two weeks to make that decision. Oh my gosh. I, what makes the most sense to me right now is that they've already got the next coach lined up. Much they, like they did with Gerard Gallant. Right. And that Barry Trotz is going to be announced as the next head coach in four minutes. 24 hours. I, well, I think, when they fired Pete, when they fired Gerard Glan, it was two minutes. Right. It was the same press release. It was the same press release. Right. And so, but that's what, that's what makes the most sense to me right now is that they've already got their next coach. And this is that this is a firing about next season and not a firing yeah. about last season. Cause a firing about last season should have happened as soon as the season, as soon ended. as the season was over. Right. If you didn't want him to come back or you thought there was more to it than just injuries, Power play, identity, whatever you want to do. Uh, uh, relations, like you said, relationship with Leonard. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever excuse you're going to make to fire him, then you fire him right away. You don't need two weeks to You don't to need two weeks out. of talking with him. Right. And all these meetings to discuss whether he should come back or not. But if you're firing him because you think there's a better option for next season, 
then you can understand why it would take longer because you've got to lock in that better option for next season. So right now, that's of everything I know at the moment, that's what makes the most sense is that they fired Pete DeBoer because they have somebody else they want to bring in. And the most obvious candidate at the moment would be Barry Trotz, who got got fired after uh, the first round of playoffs. They call Barry Trotz and he goes, oh, no, no, come on, guys. You guys have a coach. And they're like, all right, we need to make sure we don't. <laughs> Not anymore. Not I got to give it don't. to our be- beat writer, Ben Goats. He just tweeted his story. <laughs> He's got a story? <laughs> He's got a story, yeah. How many words are in that story? If know. it's more than seven, <laughs> my God. That's got to be a two-sentence story, right? I don't know. It's good, for, good by Ben. Oh, my God. It's like four paragraphs. <laughs> ben is good. What? Ben is solid. Did he have this ready? Ben is solid. Good job by Ben Ghost. Yeah. That's terrific. Did he get hacked by an NFT again? Did they put that story up? It's <laughs> very oh, good man. work. That's way more than two sentences. I just, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Tyler. You know how I feel about it. I think it's a mistake. I, I just, I, I don't know how you can spend your whole season talking about injuries and make, like you said, when when Kelly McCrimmon had his end of the season. Now he talked about the power play and everything like that. But the main crux of everything right. Kelly McCrimmon said that day was the injuries. So how do you fire this right. guy? The- I, I, well, you keep your job. <laughs> you get to keep your job. Exactly. And you talk nothing about the injuries, and you turn around and fire him. George McPhee, and I can't remember whose podcast it was, but George right. McPhee on that podcast. He he. One of his quotes was, "This might have been the best team they've ever had here in Vegas. The best team I ever put that, together." That's that. That's what he said, right? The one that missed the playoffs. He said, "Might have been the best team they've ever had." And top to bottom, talent wise, it might have been, but it was also illegal if it was ever on the ice at the same time because they were ten million dollars over the salary right, cap. Right. So I hope it was a good roster, but. He said this might have been the best roster ever, and then the entire last two weeks has been, but we had so many injuries that we yeah, never all, got to all, see it together. Yeah. And now they're f- effectively blaming the coach for injuries is kind of what's happened here, which is... Unless he says something at 1 o'clock that makes you believe there was more to this. Yeah. I mean, unless he says, no, we didn't like how the power play went, or we didn't like you know the identity, or... Pete I walked think, in and slapped me. Open right. hand. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be. I don't think he's going to say it out loud. But again, maybe they wanted staff changes. I mean, I would think they'd want staff changes. I. I mean, Pete DeBoer not fire assistants, knowing that his job would that he would be gone too. I have to imagine Pete DeBoer would say, "Oh, it's me or Steve Spot. I love you, Steve, but it's me. I'm keeping the job." Like I have to imagine he would in that scenario. So. Wow, that's uh, yeah. So if you missed it, the Golden Knights have fired Pete DeBoer. The Golden Knights have fired Pete DeBoer, and the Raiders were almost the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> well, we'll have to get more into the St. Louis Cardinal Raiders <laughs> at some point. During the I week. don't agree. But the Golden Knights uh, have announced today that they have fired Pete DeBoer. There's a press conference later today where Kelly McCrimmon will speak. Does Bill Foley talk? Will he talk? Does he? Will he talk? Who? Foley. No, it'll be McCrimmon. Did he only. talk when they fired Gallant? No, it was McCrimmon. That's right. They were in McPhee. Ottawa. No, it was McPhee they were, at that point. They were in McPhee. Canada. They, they were on their way. They did it specifically so they the didn't plane. have to they talk. They were on their way to Ottawa. <laughs> they did it in Canada so they didn't have to talk. Yeah. Okay. So, man. Fo- I mean, Foley will talk to some random podcast in the next I mean, two weeks about yes. it. McPhee and McFoley will be on podcasts <laughs> in Canada. Um, I No, I think this is just... I'm reading the press release from the team, so it's just Kelly McCrimmon 
uh, 1 o'clock, um, starting approximately at 1 o'clock. You know what that means. 3.35. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Hello, we're on deadline. Can somebody come down and explain what just happened? Ed, we won't text you after <laughs> after you leave the show. <laughs> so, there you go. George uh, McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon have decided to fire Pete DeBoer. That's the other thing, and, and maybe we'll have more insight on this after McCrimmon speaks today. I'm assuming right now this is McPhee and McCrimmon's decision, not a Bill Foley decision. Oh, no, this is McPhee and right? McCrimmon. Yeah, okay. This is McPhee I mean, and McCrimmon. We'll see if they say something that might have looked differently. If McPhee and McCrimmon came back hard and said, no, 500 injuries, Pete deserves another chance, Bill Foley, even though he wants to be more involved, was not going to overrule that. He's not going to say, no, you must fire him. <laughs> this was absolutely those two. Hey. And I'm not saying it shouldn't be ultimately their decision. I just don't agree with the decision. I mean, that's yeah. their job. Hey, maybe Foley, Foley wants to be more involved. Maybe he came in and said, fire somebody. <laughs> Who do I get to fire? Yeah, because I'm keeping <laughs> you around. Yeah, you convinced me that you're staying. <laughs> Who's paying for this season? His two week, he was in Montana for two weeks, came back, and was like, everybody's, everybody's still, still here? here? <laughs> <laughs> one of you's got to go. Get out of here. I do want to give one last note on this. Thank you, Golden Knights, for doing this before 10 a.m. That's right. I appreciate right. that right. as a morning show host of a That's 7 right. to 10 a.m. Right. show for this not being a 10.01 press release. Appreciate it. Coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs. Bischoff's Briefs. Speaking as an extremely clever person, I feel a bit personally attacked by the concept of an evil genius. Anti-intellectualism is rife in the world today, encouraged no small amount by a media concerned that their advertisers' claims that their breakfast cereal induces hallucinogenic bliss in woodland creatures might not hold up to rigorous academic study. Bischoff's Briefs. Well, let's see how far your f- street smarts and common sense get you when you need someone to figure out how to turn a city-sized plot of oceanic waste plastic into drinkable water and hospital-grade insulin. Bischoff. Briefs. Just because I'm smarter than everyone else doesn't mean I look down on people. Someone has to make my sandwiches. Just because I can envision a vastly more efficient society with myself as absolute dictator doesn't mean I want to go to that amount of trouble. Just because I ordered the installation of an oubliette in my basement doesn't mean I have sinister intentions for it. Bischoff's Briefs. So stop asking questions and get your jackhammer out. Bischoff's briefs today with some breaking news. The Golden Knights have fired head coach Pete DeBoer two weeks after their Pete DeBoer spoke to the media in a end of season press conference. Uh, but DeBoer is gone. There will be a new head coach for the Golden Knights next season. I enjoyed this tweet from former Golden Knights beat writer Justin Emerson. Vegas Golden Knights, this poor season really is because we were injured and never had our full lineup and nothing more. Also, the Golden Knights get that coach who got us to two conference finals. The f out of here. Did you? Was that? Is that Justin? Yeah. Do you see his other one? No. What would he say? Barry Trotz will need to stay very hydrated in the Mojave yeah, Desert. Yeah. When's that announcement? That coming soon? It's got to be coming soon. Right? God, I hope they wind up. I hope. I hope Trotz winds up taking. He was like, "Well, I had two suitors, and it's just great to be to be able to stay on the East Coast." <laughs> and so, John Tortorella. Well, Tyler's uh, idea about uh, succeeding next year, Kelly McCrimmon, after lengthy discussions over the last two weeks, we believe the new coach will put us in the best position to succeed next season. They've got to know who the new coach is, right? I have to. Are you going to fire this guy and not realize you can't, who the coach like, is? You can't be like, oh, a new coach is going to help us and not know who that new coach is. Because it's not like Pete DeBoer is the worst coach in the history of hockey and anybody would be an upgrade. No. Like, DeBoer's had a lot of successful teams as a head coach. So... 
fascinating. Um, here's what Bischoff's briefs is going to be about, and this kind of ties in here. Um, Sinbin.Vegas wrote a story a week ago, last week, and it was kind of about the Golden Knights being the villains of the NHL. Do you believe the rest of the NHL hates the Golden Knights? I mean, I think the, fans do. Okay, let me phrase it more simply. Do you believe do. fans of other teams hate the yes, Golden I Knights? Yes, I think fans do. More than most teams, yes. right? Like, obviously, I there's think, some specific rivalries, but do. do you think other players do? Uh, everyone yeah, always seems I, happy to come here. Everyone seems happy to beat them. Like the Sharks acted like they won the Stanley <laughs> Cup Finals, and they beat and they after beating them. But that's also could that also have to do with the fact that they're like, hey, we just beat them. Let's go to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I think there is. I think there well, is. There's, a, there's definitely a difference. Right. I think there's a fan, sides. definitely a fan hatred towards the Golden Knights. I don't know that there is as much from the players, right? More than other good NHL teams. What I am curious. What do other front offices feel about the Golden Knights? Well, because they happy after year one. We saw the expansion draft. Golden Knights immediately good. And since then, the Golden Knights have made a lot of trades from non-leverage scenarios where they've gotten bad value back for players. But maybe more importantly, we saw what happened to Seattle in their expansion draft where other teams might have refused to make they learned any the lesson. trades. They learned the lesson. Right. And so I do wonder how much other front office is there. But why do you, if we go back to the fan side of it, because we don't really know the answer to the front office part. If we go back to the fan side of it, why do you think other teams' fans dislike the Golden Knights more than most I think it goes back teams? to the first year. So you think it's the I think immediate that first success? Year, the immediate success. And they're not going to turn around and hate them and then suddenly like them. So I think it's just kind of hung on from the first year of them being really, really good and the whole misfits angle and, you know, the nice little team from Vegas and you haven't earned your stripes and we've been, you know, we're Toronto and keep losing in the first round and you won the first, you know, you got to the Stanley Cup final. All of that, I think, really turned fans off. I think it's, I think that's the primary reason. And then I think the secondary reason is that they trade away Marc-Andre Fleury for nothing. The Evgeny Dodonov trade, which even if you don't want to blame them, like they've had a lot of other missteps with what can be perceived as poorly treating their players. And that tends to rub people the wrong way. Now, if you just completely suck and you treat people the wrong way, you just kind of get made fun of and people say, like oh, Seattle, what a crappy organization. Well, I'm not sure. I shouldn't say that because I don't know how they treat their players, but the fact that they lost, right. everyone's like, oh, who cares about but that? But if you sort of mistreat your players and you're good, other teams fans are going to be like, well, we don't like you, right? You, right. you, you just throw away Marc-Andre Fleury, but like, well, we kind of hate you for that now. So I think that's sort of a secondary reason there. Does firing Pete DeBoer add on to that? Do you think people are going to look at that and say, oh, classic Golden Knights, getting rid of the guy that wasn't at fault? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, because all I've heard of is the whining about the injuries all year. Now you fire the coach. Yeah. And that's that has to be the first question to Kelly McCrimmon. Everything everything this year was based on the 500 games lost. Every Every press conference, even though people said you don't want to make excuses, every press conference, every player, every management said 500 games lost. And now you turn around and fire him. That has to be the first question. What yeah. what could be the reason behind firing him if the number one reason you lost is the injuries? So it can't be the injuries. What could Pete DeBoer have done differently? I mean, had a better power play? 
But then again, <laughs> uh, a lot didn't the injuries? You know this. Yeah. Didn't the injuries I mean, play into that? They weren't. They I mean, weren't good even when they were. They weren't good in the power healthy. play for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But. Keegan Colasar was playing power play minutes at points yeah. during the season. But I, I think it, a genuine question for Kelly McCrimmon is what could Pete DeBoer have done differently to keep his job? Because if you point out a 500 man games lost, we had so many injuries. Like what could Pete DeBoer have done differently to have stopped that? If you've identified the injuries as the number one reason as to why this team right. has the playoffs, what could your head coach have done to change things. And I don't think there's a legitimate answer to what Pete DeBoer could have done to prevent injuries. Like no. I just, that that's just makes sense. Right. I mean, I guess maybe was he trying to force, uh, tried kind of tried to force Robin Leonard to be a backup, but were they trying to force guys to play that were injured? But then again, that's probably not Pete DeBoer. That's probably not him. Like, is it did, Robin what, Leonard played a game here? Here's what Robin Leonard. Well, he didn't play. Robin Leonard was the backup goalie for a game after Robin Leonard decided he wanted to end his season and have surgery. Right. We know that for a fact. We also know that the reason they did it was to activate Will Carrier off of IR. I don't know this, but that sounds like a front office decision. Yes. Not a Pete DeBoer decision. Right. So even if you try to be like, eh, we're going to blame because Jack Eichel played through, what was it, a broken thumb or whatever the hell he had, that that, that sounds like a front office decision, not a coaching decision. It's, it's, it's fascinating and bizarre, and unless Barry Trotz is named the head coach in like 24 hours, I, if, if, we're, if we get to Friday and they don't have a head coach, then I, then I don't know what they're doing. Okay, so what Pete DeBoer could have done to handle all the injuries is if you've ever seen the original Karate Kid... Mr. Miyagi like rubs his hands together and he like takes the injury away from Daniel's son. So if he could do that, that would have saved his job. Can Barry Trotz do that? <laughs> he may, if he, if that must be the difference. Coming up next, Albert Hall joins the show. A Lucas special. We're back to the press box with Grady and Bischoff. We do not have Albert Hall, but we'll keep talking Golden Knights. The Golden Knights, uh, if you missed it, they fired Pete DeBoer this morning. Pete DeBoer no longer the head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights. Last segment talking a little bit about why the Golden Knights are so disliked by other teams' fans. Uh, Christopher on Twitter tweeted, it goes partly back to the first year, but the main reason is everyone thought VGK was cheating the salary cap and going to try to win like Tampa with $10 million over the cap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's that's a good point. That they were not basically the only, not the only team who's done it. A lot right. of people were pissed at Tampa last right. year. Basically, Tampa won the Stanley Cup, and everybody's like, "Well, that's kind of cheating, isn't it?" And yeah. then the Golden Knights are like, "We should do that yeah. too." Kucherov suddenly is is yeah. healthy. Uh, we also had Dante who said it goes back to the first year with people so pissed that VGK was close to winning the Stanley Cup, trading Mark Andre Fleury, and how this team generates so much buzz that established franchises couldn't believe it or stand it is why teams hate. All right. The Vegas Golden Those are good Knights. reasons as well. Yeah, it's uh, it is interesting. It is very interesting that uh, the Golden Knights are. If they as don't hire Barry Trotz and hire someone else, I don't know what they're doing. Now that they've relieved them, now they've relieved them, and uh, which I completely disagree with. You, you said it during the break, one of the breaks. If it's not him, if it's someone else who doesn't have as good a playoff resume or doesn't have as good a resume than him, I don't. Then, then they just couldn't get along. Um, how much does Robin Leonard have to do with this? I mean, do you think they sat down and decided one has to go? 
It's a very good point. If you listen to McPhee on the podcast, no, but who knows how you know truthful that's going to be in terms of when he's asked that question. I don't think you come out as a as a head of hockey operations and ask that on a podcast and say, no, they can't get along. I mean, he's not going to say that. There's a, there's a couple of levels to the Robin Leonard-Pete DeBoer relationship and a lot of stuff that we don't know. Because, like, first off, does Robin Leonard have a problem with Pete DeBoer? We don't, we don't actually know that. Robin Leonard could have a problem with Kelly McCrimmon and George McPhee, for right. all we know. Because, like, like we were just saying last segment, the idea that Leonard had to be the backup after Leonard decided he wanted to have season-ending surgery, that had to have been a front office decision because they activated Will Carrier and they needed Leonard to be the backup for salary well, cap McCrimmon reasons. said at his press conference, we asked him. Right. So, like, that 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 was a front office decision. So if, so if Leonard isn't happy about that, I have to imagine he blames McPhee and McCrimmon, not DeBoer for that, I would imagine, but... Maybe there's other issues with Pete DeBoer, whatever. But that's like one level of it. The other layers of this is like, do we really believe that Robin Leonard would have walked in and said, it's me or Pete? I don't, I don't, I don't know, know that he would have do done that. And even if he did, would the Golden Knights have chosen Robin Leonard over Pete DeBoer? Maybe. maybe. They might have. Maybe, they might have they, said, maybe if they think someone's right, better out there. They might have said, well, we're not going to be able to really trade Robin Leonard for good value, so... If we're choosing between the two, we'll keep the one that we don't have to trade, and we'll just fire the one that doesn't count against salary cap because coaches don't count against the salary cap. So it's a a fascinating scenario. I can't imagine. Maybe it, maybe it had some impact, but I can't imagine the deciding factor then, or the main factor was Robin Leonard and Pete DeBoer. So do you believe the main factor is they think there's someone better and all this other stuff could have been solved if Barry Trotz doesn't get fired. I think so. I, I absolutely like all think. all this other stuff, talking for two weeks, they could have come to some kind of compromise. Right. Even if it's like, get rid of Stott, get rid of this guy. We need to do this. You need to improve this. But we did have 500 injury, man man games lost, so we're not going to blame you for that. We're going to bring you back. Right. I, I honestly think, I honestly think they fired Pete DeBoer for next season, not because of last season. So they're looking. Well, and, he, they're, and he says that in right. And he says that in a statement. They're, they're looking ahead to next season, right? And if that's the case, they should already know who their next head coach is. Yes. And Barry Trotz is available. That's the big name. That's the one that a lot of people are assuming already. Maybe it's not Barry Trotz. And if they announce a head coach today or something, we'll talk at some point. We'll talk about that. Uh, but I ha- that to me is that that's just what makes the most sense right now is that it took you two weeks to decide to fire him. There's no way it took them two weeks to go over the failures of this past season and decide DeBoer had to go because of it. It has to be about looking in the next season. And if that's the case, there's got to be another coach lined up that they believe is better. Barry Trotz is the name that fits that. That's just, that to me is what makes the most sense right now. And in in his statement, he pretty much said that we think we can do better next season. Yeah. Or we think someone can do better for us next season. So if that's the case, then golden Knights are hiring. They they better be hiring a new coach. And what are the chances they announced the new head coach at one o'clock today? Zero. Zero. Okay. I think zero. I kind of think so too, but tomorrow maybe. Yeah. I mean, start refreshing Twitter tomorrow. We're going to get who the head coaches. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any chance it's not Barry Trotz? Uh, I suppose there's a chance. You and I might as well say this name now because we've heard this name, Rick Tockett. 
We've heard him uh, because there is a relationship between management and Rick Tockett going back many years. Um, you've told me, I did not look up on Wikipedia, you told me about the record. and Six seasons as a head coach. How many playoff appearances? Two in Tampa, four in Arizona, one playoff appearance, and it was the bubble season in where like everybody except like four teams made the playoffs. Right. So n- nothing. If you're telling me they fired him good. for him. Yeah. I mean, Rick Tockett in his regular season career, six years, 178 wins, 200 regulation losses, 60 overtime losses, not even remotely close to Pete DeBoer to 500. Zero postseason success, only one appearance. And, and they, they got out of the, what was it? The play in round and got into the actual first round, but then lost to the avalanche. I cannot imagine you hire Rick Tockett. And I don't know what you point to. If you hire Rick Tockett to say he was better, he's, he's going to lead us farther than Pete DeBoer. Right. I, I like if you, if you do it with Barry trots, trots is one of Stanley cup. Stanley Granted, cup. I, I think you can make the argument. Trots doesn't have a whole lot more on Pete DeBoer. Obviously he won the Stanley cup, but right. like he and DeBoer have very similar resumes. If you hire Tockett, I don't know what you're pointing to to suggest this guy is better suited to lead the Golden Knights to a Stanley Cup. What about Jared's guy? I would personally love for John Tortorella to be the head coach because this show would have so much more content. We would would have a lot of... Jared's cuts during the day would only be that. There'd be no (laughs) baseball. There'd be no basketball. It would just be his regular media availability on a daily basis. I would just keep... Explain it. I would go to like I would kick in sales door and go. We need a weekly segment with this head yeah. coach sponsored by something ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, and we will not ask him a single hockey question. Tortorella has one Stanley Cup. He won one a long time ago with Tampa. I do, I'll have to look up. I don't know if he's been back. He won how it far. with Tampa. Yeah, they, he won one with Tampa, I believe. Um, back in the, they're one in the two thousands when like Martin Saint Louis was there. But I don't know if he's been back or how far he's been since then. Let's see. Uh, Columbus, first round exit, first round exit, second round exit, first round exit. So didn't get very far with the Rangers. What is that? First round, first round, conference finals, second round. So he's always in the playoffs. Not a ton of postseason success since winning the Stanley Cup with, with Tampa, but it's still, it's better than Rick Tockett. <laughs> like if we're ranking resumes, Tortorella's ahead of Tockett. Trots, Tortorella, Tockett. <laughs> there might Maybe be, McCrimmon there might was be, a coach. Maybe it'll be there like, might be six people. Maybe McCrimmon's going to be the head Tuckett. coach general manager. Oh God. That'd be fun. That'd be he fun. He was a head coach yes. before, wasn't he? Wasn't he the, the, Can you, the Brandon um, Wheat Kings he owned oh my or God. something okay. like that? Okay. Here's, yeah. here is yeah. officially what I'm cheering for. John Tortorella's number two. On my list, Kelly McCrimmon at one o'clock today says we have fired Pete DeBoer and I am assuming I am head. Co- ass- oh my God. That would be beautiful. People would be furious. That'd be, oh. that's what I want to happen. That, that'd be incredible. That would be like, I don't know if there'd be daily media availability. No, there. that's it. Starting here. This will be the last time you hear from me. Exactly. <laughs> and George doesn't speak. So we're going to have the PR staff answer questions oh, on a daily basis. My God. Can that happen? Please tell no, me. That. It yes, it For can. For all future well, inquiries, Darren Millard will be handling <laughs> post. Gilsey is now in charge of the goalies. He is my goaltender coach. Okay. 
Tortorella would be amazing because we would get great sound. The content on this show, it'd be tremendous content for this show. As somebody who talks about the Golden Knights on a regular basis, Tortorella, you can't really get better than that. But if Kelly McCrimmon announces he's the next head coach, that is so much hubris. That is like one of the most incredible things somebody could do is blame injuries for why the season sucked, right? Fire. Fire the coach after who had, who had nothing to do with injuries. Right. And then hire yourself. yourself. Oh, oh, my God. It would be amazing. That'd be incredible. It's I gonna, want that to happen. Don't you, think it's, don't you think it's hydrate guy? Hydrate guy? Don't you think it's him? Yes, I think it's Barry Trotz. <laughs> Is talking it? about hydration all the time. It, in the desert, he'll yes. never shut up about it. Jared, we're going to have so many hydration drops, it's going to be oh. unbelievable. Hydrate, Can you imagine hydrate. in the desert how much water this guy's going to need? I, well, what we're going to need, though, is also, and here's Ed Granny queuing him up for a, uh, so do you think, uh, what was the water intake like? If you had to choose a word, what would that be, Coach? Okay. Pete DeVore's out. Somebody's got to be in relatively soon. Barry Trotz would probably be the name that would get people most excited. Rick Tockett, I think, would disappoint oh, most God, people. Disappoint people. John Tortorella would be fun for us. For us, I don't know about mm. Golden Knights fans. Maybe he's not like awful, but he certainly wears out his welcome very quickly. Uh, Kelly McCrimmon naming himself the head coach would be the funniest possible thing that could happen. And then making and then making him feed the GM again. <laughs> I will have the final say, but he will be the GM, and he will talk to the media, and I will not. Oh, be incredible! All right. Pete DeVore's out. Coming up, I don't know. Something's coming up next. Find out with us in like five minutes. You're locked in the press box. Was that during a press conference? <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's his, that was his pregame availability. Shakira is married to Gerard PK. Come on, people. Get it right. Okay, but he was, he was more interested in just, she's going to be here, right? What do you <laughs> like, say about like if she throws out the first pitch, I'm going to grab her? He said I'm going to be the hind catcher? And then he was like, that's what they call it on the Sandlot? I I, I couldn't tell if that was sexual harassment or, <laughs> if, there was like an element or, of, or if that's just a I'm phrase. Get that, her. that was Buck, strange. Right. It sounded like sexual harassment. Then yeah. Buck Showalter was like, you've never heard that term before? So we can say on the Sandlot. I'm like, what? Yeah. It's a position weird. played as the guy who plays behind the catcher. So oh, he well, tracks down foul balls or okay, something. He tracks so, wild pitches. That that's better than what I first right. thought. Right. I mean, it's sounds. Like... He's like, "Ooh, Shakira, I'm the hind catcher." It's like, <laughs> what? you're doing what? <laughs> but he's just right. like, now that, now so that he, he, he was just okay. using some weird he was like, term like, that nobody like, heard well, of. Like, I, I think he also was like, "Well, maybe she throws it wild. I get the I get the pitch. <laughs> like, I'm not giving it back to her." <laughs> I'm walking away. But the best, Shakira, you know, most it. of the media in there thought exactly what we thought right away. And like, what is that the <laughs> well, lead to the notebook? But the best part is Shakira wasn't even throwing out the first no, pitch. No, no, no. no. She was just there just to be there. She but did he, go, he got a picture with her. Yeah. I saw the picture. He got a picture with her. She came down and he got a picture with her. <laughs> he, he's like yelling at the media like, because our Shakira fans, what's wrong with you? The one guy. I wouldn't know if she walked by me. That was how she could. <laughs> Would you know her, Jared? Yeah. If yeah, she walked would, by, yeah, she walked I by you? Know Shakira. I worked at a record huh? store. I would know Shakira. I think I know if she walked by yeah. me. I, I, I worked at a record store in the mid-2000s. There were certain people that got full-length 
posters that were on the wall of the record store. Shakira was one of them. She did the Super Bowl halftime show yeah. and did the weird yeah. tongue thing. Buck show. Oh, I can let me try to find Cassie Soto yeah. making that Cassie same. Cassie tried noise. to mimic the weird oh, tongue thing. Yeah. It, was, it was a great moment. Great moment in uh, Las Vegas radio history. Buck show, Walter. It was a little weird. How about that? That was a little weird. That was a little strange. Hello? Shakira here? That's, there's Cassie. Let me hear Hello? that. Oh, no. Hello? Oh, no. Hello? Stick, stick to Raiders.com. <laughs> stick to doing nothing over there. My goodness. Can the Golden Knights hire Buck Showalter and Shakira, apparently? <laughs> what if they hired Shakira? We have our new coach, Shakira. Everyone line up for pictures. What are they going to do? Oh, I mean, I can't believe they fired that guy. What is it? Paulina Gretzky? We got a Gretzky. Yeah, we got a Gretzky. <laughs> They're going to hire somebody off TNT's 17 person intermission show. Yeah, how about that? Gretzky, so Gretzky, he, he barely speaks. He's at the end. Yeah. And then it goes, talk it. And all these former players, and then finally go, and then they go to the you know the most famous guy, the greatest player ever on the on the you know the uh, dais there, who should be talking more than anybody's. Like, what do you think, Gretz? Well, blah, blah, blah. it's like, all right, let's get back to talking. <laughs> we got to go to break. Sorry, Wayne. <laughs> exactly. We didn't make time for you, Wayne. <laughs> no chance for you to talk. Oh, are the okay? The Golden Knights, as a sports talk radio host, are the greatest team in the country because they do stuff like. I'm trying to think of all the teams in the country that would be good to talk about. They are the greatest team in the country. To talk about? Yes. For five years now. This is their third coach. They have been nonstop drama. Something is happening. Yes. Yeah. Something. Right. They're winning. They're trading Sometimes Fleury. it's good. They're supposedly trading to Donoff. They're yeah. firing their coaches. Nonstop. They have 500 bad games Stop. lost. You could do every single offseason and trade deadline. The Golden Knights have been... Who are they going to trade for? And you could do legitimate segments of them going after the biggest possible yeah. name. And it's not crazy, right? Like, it's accurate that the Golden Knights might be going after Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, Shea Theater, or Alex Petrangelo. Barry Trotz. Right. We can do that now. We can legitimately sit down and say they're going to hire the biggest name coach that's available. And we can joke about it, but it's not that crazy to think. John Tortorella could be the next head coach of the Golden Knights. Right. That's not the craziest thing in the world to think right now because they're the greatest organization to have as a sports talk radio host. They're incredible. They've been nonstop since this team existed. The, the first like multi-million dollar player they signed, they forced him to retire three games into his <laughs> NHL career. That was like month one of year one. Right? That was they incredible. They a guy in an elevator. Right? They, <laughs> yes. they are incredible. They sent one player to go tell the other player, hey, man, stop working on extra stuff. You've been sent You've away, been sent Oscar. Away. They, they are unbelievable. And it's been from the very beginning that they have been unbelievable. And they've won. And they, yes, and they've been a lot good. of times like they buff- don't need chaos. A right? lot they of times make- the buffoonery and oh. like jokesters become because oh, they're such oh. a losing franchise. If franchise they, stinks, if but it they doesn't. Sucked. Not then as many like, people would care about. No, it. because and you can change coaches and no one would give right. a damn. It wouldn't be as if you suck, you fire your coach. Like, right, good job. But they they're good, and yet they're still just 
all the time something is happening and it's 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 awesome they're they're the definition of addicted to the drama like they're like 10 million over the salary cap we need to do a show at some point who are the best free agents this offseason because the golden knights are going to sign one of them they're going to give some guy like a seven or eight million all the free agents like oh they'll sign that guy how do they make room for him I don't know. Trade away half the roster. Who cares? They're going to do it because that's what they do. 